Okay, guys, I want to tell you something that absolutely changed my life. Once I began really working on healing from my past, I got to a place where it was time for me to start rebuilding my life. And I'm talking about the exciting part of self-development on everything has to be dreary and dark. There's a lot of like the fun stuff towards the end of really coming full circle here. So we're talking about like the thrive area of life where you are starting to feel good and you want a new life, a new you, new life. So that means it's time for a little reboot. If you are tired of seeing people with having the things that you want or having the life that you want. So now it's time to actually start taking your life into your own hands and making that happen for yourself. So my high value woman bootcamp is just the thing that you need. It will give you all of the tools, all of the resources that you need to begin creating your own life the way you want it. It is time to take back your confidence and unleash that like inner girl boss inside of you that we know is there. In this course, we will cover all areas of life and rebuild all areas from the ground up. I am talking about dating as a high value woman, driving. Start again. In this course, we will cover every aspect of life and begin rebuilding from the ground up. I'm talking about dating as a high value. Start again. In this course, we will cover every app. Start again. In this course, we will cover every aspect of life and begin rebuilding it from the ground up. I'm talking about dating as a high value woman, diving into your intimate relationships, friendships, creating a fun and active social life, which chances are that's what we all need, getting ahead in your career, finding your purpose, making money. So this course is going to give you a little bit of everything to really start building your life in its entirely. So if you are ready, register today. Links are below. Hey guys, welcome back to Heal, Survive, and Thrive. I am super excited that you're here. If you're new to this podcast, my name is Stephanie. I am a life and relationship coach. If you are a longtime listener, welcome back to another episode. So we are going to get into self-empowerment today, and we're going to talk about really what is self-empowerment, um, how to get more of it, which I feel like we could all use a little dose of self-empowerment just to kind of you know achieve those goals and make us feel like we're capable of having the things that we want in our lives. You know, the basics of what is self-empowerment, and it really means to decide that, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to achieve this goal. I'm in charge of my life. I'm going to have these things that I really want in my life. So it's the desire for something, and it's the ability to feel worthy and deserving of it for you to actually take action towards it. So take an action towards something there's a lot of things that you need in order for you to actually make the effort and to take those little steps. And to feel self-empowered is the ability to feel good enough in your own skin where you feel confident and you feel worthy um, for you to really take those steps. So self-empowerment to me is kind of like the big umbrella and under in that umbrella is um, the self-confidence, the self-worth the ability to know and believe deep down in your core that you're capable of something, to really set those high intentions and goals and standards for yourself. So when you have all of those little bits and pieces that are working for you, then you feel self-empowered to be able to kind of take on this decision, this goal, this achievement, um, take on this challenge that you might have in your life. So when we think of self-empowerment, there are really a couple of things that you can really do to start achieving it. And like I said, when we think about it, we're looking at our self-worth. That is something that 
We should always be trying to develop, cultivate, work on, and the only way to really deem yourself worthy is to make sure that that inner dialogue, that that mindset way in the back of the mind, that subconscious mind where your beliefs, your values, how you view yourself, really that part of the mind is healthy. And to to understand the mind and how the mind works and where those real beliefs are that you don't feel worthy comes from how you were programmed. And how you were programmed in childhood really sets the tone for what you'll then believe and feel later on in your life. And the more you continuously feed that program and feed those thoughts, you're just reinforcing those kind of bad habits, those negative beliefs. So when we talk about self-development and we talk about mindfulness, what we're doing is we're trying to look in the mind, way in that subconscious mind, and try to clean house. Look at it as an old, dirty basement, and you want to go through and kind of find like the golden gems that you want to keep and the stuff that we need to throw away, not even donating, the stuff that just needs to go in the trash. So you want to look at what do I, how do I feel about myself? What are my views of myself? And I talk a lot about, you know, confidence on this channel. And I talk about how to cultivate that really healthy inner self. Um, and it starts with real basic little things that you're doing every single day. I always say affirmations are a huge part of being mentally and emotionally healthy. It's a huge part of success. It's a huge part of motivation. It's a huge part of self-empowerment because what you feed or what you focus on will grow. And so if you have weeds in the back of the mind and you're not aware of them, you're going to feed them. If you're not practicing mindfulness, you're going to feed them. So we don't have to try really hard in order for negative thoughts to creep up. That's just how the mind works sometimes. It wants to keep us safe. And so it'll cultivate these stories, these false beliefs, these fears um, in order to keep us stuck. So if we're unaware of all of that stuff and we're not working on ourselves, it's really easy to not feel empowered, to not feel confident, to not feel worthy and good about ourselves. And that will, of course, affect all areas of our lives. Um, that essentially affects your standards and what you expect out of life and out of people. And then, of course, it will affect your ability to take action towards a goal. So when we talk about self-worth and when we talk about self-esteem and all those things. And when I say, do your affirmations, feed your mind, what I'm saying is in order for you to be healthy, if you were trying to be physically healthy, you can't just think about being healthy. You actually have to go and do the work. When we're talking about mental health, doing the work is making sure that you are feeding your mind just like you would feed your body. So we want to make sure that we're giving our mind the good stuff because it's easy for us to just cultivate the bad stuff. So doing affirmations, feeding your mind every single day, that way you're always giving yourself the good thoughts that right now you're probably not able to just give on your own. I know when I started out on my journey, um, I listened to affirmations morning and night. In the middle of the day, I would listen to probably more motivational or inspiring um, videos on YouTube and things that would help me to remember that I'm no different than anyone else, that I can achieve, that I can overcome, that I can persevere, um, that I'm worthy, that I'm capable. So I needed to hear that stuff because my mind way in the back, it wasn't at the place where it could cultivate those things on its own. Um, eventually you will get to the place where you can cultivate that stuff on your own, but 
really you have to be able to kind of start by giving it to yourself in a different way. So if I'm trying to lose, you know, if I'm trying to become a bodybuilder and I've never gone to the gym a day in my life, I need to feed my physical body. I'm probably going to want to learn about physical fitness, how to use machines, what do I need to do every single, so I'm going to have to educate myself on some level in order for me to get to where I want to be. I'm going to have to learn. Um, I may even possibly hire someone to help me do that in order for me to learn. Once I get to a place where I've educated myself and I know really, you know, what I need to be doing because someone's either taught me or have has been teaching me or I've just taught myself, then it becomes second nature and I don't have to think about it anymore. I know that at 8 a.m. I'm going to go to the gym. I have to do this many reps. So once I know that information, then I become a different person. So it really is in the repetition of doing something that really where we begin to change our habits. So when we think of self-empowerment, like I said, the, the big umbrella and underneath we have self-confidence, self-worth, all of those things, the ability to take action. What it means is basically making a decision to do something, to achieve something, to overcome something. So it can be, it, it evolves a lot of things. It evolves you setting intentions and goals for yourself and trying to achieve something. And that doesn't mean materialistic things, but it can. But it also means feeling self-empowered to take charge of your own life and create the things in your life that you want for yourself, whether again, that is materialistic things or not. Um, I think a lot of the times the goals that we set for ourselves are very basic goals. I want to be happy. I want to heal. I want to be healthier. I want to be kinder to myself. I want to learn how to motivate myself. It really starts with that kind of like foundation of getting yourself to where you want to be so you can cultivate that happiness on your own and learn how to be healthy on all levels. Okay guys, let's take a minute and talk about investing in yourself. Regardless of what you are going through, we are all not taught basic skills, fundamental skills that we need in order to not only have what we want, but to be happy. Isn't that what we all say we want to be happy? Well, the reason why most people are not happy is because they are looking to the outside world to give them what they are actually craving. They are expecting their partner, their job, their kids to fill them up inside because they are missing these fundamental skills in order to actually be happy. If you are struggling in any area of life, it is is your job to now take full responsibility for yourself and for your life. And the only way to do that is to make a decision that you are done suffering and are ready to move on. My private coaching program can help by guiding you into the next phase of your life. It will give you the tools and the foundation you need to begin taking care of yourself on all levels, mentally and emotionally, which are two areas that most people do not know how to take care of themselves and also physically and spiritually. So take this opportunity to stop wasting time and make the investment in yourself. Register today and start working with me. So when we think about actually taking action towards whatever the goal is that we're setting for ourselves, I want to be happy. Okay, well, if you want to be happy, then what does it take to be happy? Or what are you doing right now that's causing you or making you feel not happy. And chances are it's going to always be based on just the stories that you tell yourself. It could be the expectations of 
where you would like to be versus what your reality actually is, which is false, which is um, even if you're not where you want to be, you can still cultivate happiness. If you are taking action towards making a million dollars, starting a new business, wanting to get into a relationship, well, what are you not doing that's hurting you from getting to where you want to be? Are you so scared to try, you know, a venture or a business or try something that could possibly lead to the right direction? Are you so nervous and scared to actually go on a date and to put yourself out there? Are you nervous and scared and not confident in yourself to look at someone in the eyes and actually talk to them? So really, when we have these goals for ourselves, whether they are let's make a million dollars or let's be happy, We have to be able to break down the goals and to see what do I need to do differently in order to achieve this. And I think that's where people really get overwhelmed with goal setting and self-development is they look at goals as very unattainable rather than seeing a goal and learning how to break it down where it becomes attainable steps that you can take every single day. And I think even mental health, we sometimes get overwhelmed with the ability to learn how to take care of ourselves and and what this means and oh my god this is it's so hard to do this work and it's exhausting and what it is is you putting so much pressure on yourself to do all to get to where you want to be really quickly that you set yourself up for failure so it would be like wanting to lose 50 pounds and doing radical changes to your lifestyle and your your daily activities Um, that it's not sustainable. So I think small, sustainable goals will build confidence and then you can continuously grow and climb the ladder to, to want more and push yourself even harder. But it's in the small steps of you being proud of those small steps, encouraging of those small steps, you know, loving and and kind to the fact that you're doing what you can do right now. And as you continuously do this and you motivate yourself and, and be thankful for where you are and proud of yourself, you begin achieving more. It's almost like working for a boss where it's never good enough or being in a relationship with someone where it's never enough. You don't want to work hard for the person that doesn't value you. And whatever you are contributing to the relationship or the business or the company and being able to see your worth and your value. So what you want to do is be able to cultivate that inner healthiness, that that inner self-worth to be able to be a healthy person and be able to keep that self-empowerment going and keep the confidence um And, you know, with all of that, you then continuously are taking action. And then that's when real stuff starts being cultivated in your life and real movement starts to happen. It's in those little steps. So, you know, self-empowered people, they, they see everything. They see where their strengths are, where their weaknesses are. They see where, you know, they might be struggling. They see what they're doing wrong. They see what they need to be working on and they learn how to, how to change, how to adapt, how to own, yep, I'm not doing this well and this is what I need to do. I need to get better at this. And remember, small goals. We're not trying to get better at every little thing and work on all of these things all at once. We're trying to heal. We're trying to have healthy and positive self-talk. And even when I work with my private clients, a lot of what we're doing is we're learning how to parent ourselves 100%. It's always going to be something that I talk about with every single person, with every single course, etc. But a big part is learning how to slow down and just practice one thing at a time. And everyone's at a different 
point in their life and a different um, conscious, mindful level, right, within their journey to be able to master that one skill and do it really, really well. So then we can move on to the next one because you never want to not know what you're doing and work on the next step. You don't want to be walking on eggshells. You want it to be repetitive. You want it to be something that you habitually do now and you don't have to consciously think about anymore in order for you to graduate to the next level. One of the really big things with self-empowerment is understanding that, remember, underneath self-empowerment, what's underneath that? Understanding that you actually have the power to achieve these goals whatever they are. And I think the part that I get goosebumps even just thinking about this because it's amazing that we as human beings put such limitations on ourselves and the limitations that we put on ourselves are just based on fear and understanding really where fear comes from. And yes, of course, we're all programmed sometimes in a dysfunctional way and we have stuff from our past that, you know, is creeping forward and creating those fear-like stories, but understanding how the mind works, understanding where fear comes from, understanding that fear isn't real. For me, huge, huge turning point in my self-development was understanding fear wasn't real. I realized at that point how much I had always held myself back because I would create stories that were just, they weren't real. And unfortunately, because I was unaware of what I was doing, I just continuously fed fear. And then when you feed fear, fear becomes real. And then fear becomes anxiety. And then fear becomes, you know, anxiety attacks and panic attacks and depression and all of those sorts of things. So when you start to understand how the mind works, then you really, you take charge in your life. You understand, wow, I'm actually capable of doing anything, of achieving any, anything, of having anything. And then, like I said, you start to break down these goals that you want for yourself into more logical, attainable steps and actions. And it's in that those, you know, steps that you're taking that of course more fear is gonna come. A different story is gonna cultivate because the ego wants to keep you stuck. It's not doing it to try to hurt you. It's doing it because it doesn't like change. It deems change as bad. It looks at change as, oh my God, you're going to hurt yourself. It's not hurt yourself physically, but hurt yourself mentally and emotionally. You're going to be disappointed. This may not happen. It's like a parent that's so controlling that they're just helicoptering, you know, putting the umbrella over their children just to like keep them safe when what they're doing is they're trying to be loving and they're coming from a loving place, but it's actually hurting the child. So, and the ego is exactly the same way um, in what it's trying to do for you. But most people are unaware of what's going on and that their ego is doing that. Again, they just feed the thoughts and that's what holds them back from having the things that they want in their life. I've always said early on, I think where most people struggle is that quite frankly, they just don't know what they want. What are your goals? What do you want for yourself? What do you want for this life? What is a meaningful goal that you identify with and you and you want and, and you're ready to take action towards? I think sometimes when we think about goals and things that we want for ourselves, we also lessen the goal down. We dumb the goal down um, because we don't want to set the bar too high because it seems unattainable. So if I said, you know, or, or if you said, hey, I want to make a million dollars a year to you, you might then immediately have a thought of, wow, that seems really high. That seems kind of unattainable. So then we have to work on your beliefs about money and 
and the program that you have regarding what it would take to actually make a million dollars. A million dollars, especially in this day and age, really is not a lot of money, but we've been conditioned to think that it is possibly something that's very unattainable or something that is a really humongous goal um, in order to achieve. And of course, it's a big goal and of course it's gonna take work, but any goal is. When you go to college and your freshman year and you look out the four years ahead of you, you don't know really what it's going to entail, but you know it's going to be a lot of work. It's going to be a lot of studying and dedication and being able to motivate yourself and not procrastinate and be organized. And you, the goal, in order to achieve that goal of getting that degree, you had to take one class at a time. Yes, you're taking four or five sometimes at a time, but in that moment of you being in the first class, class one at 8 a.m. or 9 a.m. or maybe noon, if that's how you're scheduling your stuff, um, you're solely in that class. So if you stay focused on just where you're at and what you're doing, you're not thinking about the next class, you're just here learning in this class. And so that kind of ability to be more disciplined with your emotional and mental capacities or your mind will allow you to be in this moment with this goal and achieve it to then move on to the next class at one o'clock or two o'clock or whatever that looks like. So Knowing what you want is a huge thing, and I don't think people often take the time to know what they want, and you can't feel empowered if you don't even have goals set for yourself, or you can't feel empowered if the goals don't scare you, and I think that's a really big thing. So making sure that you're not setting goals that are too easy and that they don't pull you a little bit out of that comfort zone in order to really stretch your beliefs or your abilities or your worthiness. And I think that's where people sometimes really hurt themselves is they set the bar too low or quite frankly, they just don't set the bar at all. When you're not focused on who you are and what you want, the focus has to go somewhere. And so if we're not focused on ourselves, and who we are and what we want for our lives and what we're capable of and and achievement, and again, that doesn't mean achievement for materialistic things, then you're not going to feel empowered and you're going to, again, put the focus somewhere else and usually the focus goes on other people. It goes on what they want, how they feel, what they need, whether it's your you know partner, your children, or your boss at work, or the company you work for. It's always external and never on ourselves. So if I'm not focused on Stephanie and what she needs, then I'm always going to be hyper-focused on everyone else because this energy has to go somewhere. So we have to balance being able to be selfish and not look at selfishness as such a horrible thing. Really look at it as your only job in this life is to learn how to start filling your cup up. And you have to fill your cup up first. And whatever is left, you can give to other people. That's where you don't become resentful. That's where you don't become drained. That's where you actually make good decisions that are the best for you. That's where you will actually start setting intentions and goals for yourself. That's where you will start working on fears that you have in order to achieve those goals and work on your confidence level and work on your worthiness. And that's where life starts really getting good because when you start moving in directions that you want to go in, whether you actually are there or not, if you're making progress, then life feels good. When you're not making progress and you don't feel like you have control over your life, then life doesn't feel so good. And that's really the difference between someone that feels healthy and empowered doesn't mean that they have everything that they've ever wanted because here's the reality. 
Once you get the things that you want, what happens next? You want more. You set a new goal for yourself because we need to grow. We need to be achieving. We need to learn. We need to push ourselves out of our comfort zone. And that's why whenever you get what you want, it's never enough. So balancing, yes, all of that good stuff of achievement and goals and everything, but also finding that spirituality, that that purpose, that inner connection to yourself to, yes, of course, achieve, but also find peace in the moment as well. Find gratitude in the moment. Realize that you have everything that you've ever actually needed right here, right now. So it's a balance between those two things. And really that's what self-development is all about, is about balancing your emotional, your logical side, balancing what we desire and we what we would want for ourselves versus feeling peace and contentment with where we are right now. I feel like that is just the human experience is to understand that and make it a point to practice it daily. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this. I always I always find it funny when people talk about topics. There are definitely, you know, all the different tips and things that we could, of course, go over, you know, self-care and all of these things. But I think it's important to understand really what is self-empowerment and how do you actually achieve it and how do you actually get it? It's more than just surrounding yourself by good people and saying nice things to yourself. Like, let's go down into this and really figure out what does it really take to have self-empowerment, to cultivate this inner healthiness so you can have the things that you want for your life. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this and I will see you next week. This